Well, this time I'm not being flown around the neighborhood like a human kite. And that's because my buddy's just running around in the backyard while I have some coffee and stand at the door. He's going to tap on the glass to be let back in. And then he'll tap on the glass again to be let back out. And then back in again, and then back out again. This will all take place in the next ten minutes. Because he's weird. So, while I'm standing here waiting him for, <laughs> waiting for him to do that and having my coffee, I'm going to share one of my more irritating pastimes with you, which is checking the Not My President hashtag to see what kind of insane shit the Trumpers are posting today. All right, GQP, good morning to you. What kind of bullshit do you have for me? Now, I do this a lot, so there's guaranteed to be some names that I see frequently, and a lot of posts that actually show up every single day, every day. That's right, these people actually show up every single day to paste the same thing in, usually getting zero likes, ever. Because, I don't know, maybe they think they haven't gotten any engagement on that tweet the last 250 times, but this is the one. This is the one. Trump will notice me. All right, here we go. I'm going to have to probably scroll through a lot of um, garbage to get to the ones I'm looking for. I'm under latest, not the top tweets, just to give us an accurate sampling of what's being posted. All right. There we go. I don't know what this is about, but um, someone has taken a tangerine, peeled it, put it on the end of their finger, and then drawn a little face with a beard on it to look like um, a Middle Eastern man with a turban. This is hashtag not my president. Tweeted by at pretty packy. Interesting. I don't think that's a Trump supporter. I have no idea what that is. Okay. All right. This is one that gets posted every single day. No exceptions. Word for word, it's exactly the same. It's a bot account for sure. My friends and I have been reporting this account, and Twitter's been doing nothing about it, but I think we've all kind of gotten bored of that. User's name is Zen and the Art of Noting the Resistance. And the account is at OHM, you are here. We cannot stand by when another old white cis male who is a racist, serial sexual assaulter, warmonger, ascends to the presidency. Hashtag not my president. This is the dawn of hashtag the resistance. All right. So, old white cis male. Obviously, they're making fun of... Uh, the way we like to put people of color and LGBTQ people in government positions so that the government more closely resembles the actual population of this country. Yeah, Joe Biden's a white guy. He's a cis male. That's okay. The next one probably won't be. But we're not as preoccupied with that as uh, Republicans like to believe we are. So, who is a racist? 
the 70s, Joe Biden made one comment about a busing policy which integrated schools. Basically, they took uh, black students and they would take them by bus to another town to a previously whites-only school. Good in theory, but in some cases, this resulted in kids commuting three hours on a bus. That's pretty tough for six-year-olds and the adults who have to manage them. Joe Biden called that execution of that concept asinine. And of course, Republicans like to twist that into him being a racist who is in favor of segregation. The thing is, when you have to twist things that way, it shows that you know you're wrong. You just don't care. And you'll say anything to appear to be right. The thing is, there's nothing they can actually get Joe Biden on. There's actually no real criticism that can be made other than that he is a human being. Flawed, but decent. So, serial sexual assaulter. That's a reference to Tara Reid. The con artist who has ripped off so many people that there's an actual support group that meets every month to discuss their experiences being ripped off by Tara Reid. She actually used Joe Biden's name to get her foot in the door with all of these people, falsely claiming to be on the run from her uh, violent ex. Yeah, that actually was not true. And then, when they offered to let her do things like stay for $200 in their house per month in California. By the way, $200 a month in California? That's unbelievable rent, even if you're just staying in a spare bedroom. Usually she didn't even pay that. But these were sympathetic people. They were nice people. So they said, that's okay, just pay when you can. She robbed them, she threatened them, she blackmailed them, she ripped them off, she lied to them. She traded on Joe Biden's name because she did actually work for him for a brief period of time in the 90s. And that is actually what she used as her, her backstory. That was something that people could actually verify if they checked it. The last bridge that she burned was an attorney, a woman who spent her career representing battered women. She convinced this woman that she helped write the 1994 Violence Against Women Act. This woman was actually quite impressed with that, so, like I said, she was able to stay with this woman for $200 a month in a spare bedroom. She repaid this woman's kindness by stealing her entire collection of leather-bound California law books. She stole them, she pawned them, and the woman was never able to get those back. And that's how Tara Reid repaid her kindness. Once she burned that bridge, she could no longer find any victims to con, so she started calling journalists offering this bullshit story. After speaking glowingly of Joe Biden and her time working with him, claiming to do so much more than she did to get a foot in the door with these people, the con finally ran out. She strangled the golden goose and she played the last card that she had left.
which was to lie. And warmonger. Well, the only war that was going on when Joe Biden was president prior to Ukraine was Afghanistan. And he inherited that from previous administrations. So, yeah, warmonger. Not really. Next tweet. Oh, hey, it's the orange again. You see this stuff repeat a lot. Day 445, tweets Joe Nanasi, uh, at HellsBells1126. I see this guy a lot. He tweets day 444, 443. Every single day he shows up to tweet that. The rest of his Twitter account is alcoholic beverages that he mixed up in jelly jars in his kitchen. Some of them actually look really good. Too bad the rest of the account is a bunch of whiny Republican bullshit. Usually he just retweets things, though. Which makes sense. I mean, Republicans generally don't have an original thought in their head. I do have to give this guy credit, though. He has a decent concept for a Twitter account. And he gets kind of creative with these drinks. It's just too bad that the rest of it is such a toilet. Let's see. Oh, this is weird. Okay. At D. Lee 641 something something. He obviously lied. His handlers only told him what to say to placate 70% of the American peoples and his 30% voting base. Uh... A lot of uh, a lot of emojis. Looks like a ballot going into a box. Two American flags, two oranges. Um, a circle with a red line to it, uh, through it, like you would see on like a no smoking sign. A syringe, another circle with a line through it. Emoji wearing a mask. Three blood drops. Nonsensical. Next, Ron Mushow, the account is at KOZA50, Joe Biden is the most corrupt president in the history of the USA. Hashtag not my president, hashtag Democrats hate America, hashtag Biden crime family, hashtag Biden worst president ever, hashtag Biden is a laughing stock, hashtag bring back Trump. No reference to anything actual, nothing. Nothing at all. Just, he's corrupt. With nothing to back it up. Shocking. That's the thing. Republicans never have anything to back up what they say. Ever. Moving on. See a lot of not my president tweets in uh, German and Russian. I don't read either of those languages, so I don't really know what they say. At Dan Reader, R-E-D-E-R, at POTUS, you have more interest, concern, and spending on foreign borders than our own. Borders as in B-O-A-R-D-E-R-S. Grandpop is turning in his grave. You are willing, harming, changing our country. Hashtag not my president. 
Nice run-on sentence there, Dan. Again, no reference to any actual policy, incident, or anything else in reality. Let's see. Next tweet. More stuff in Russian. And Russian in German. Oh, German again. Let's see. Cyrus Longbottom. I see him every single day. Day 443 of the destruction of America by the fascist-ruled leadership of the Democratic Party. <laughs> after the Stop Woke Act, which suppresses black history in schools, after the Don't Say Gay Bill, which forbids teachers K-12, through not K-3 through like they say, K-12. through It forbids teachers K-12 through from even mentioning that the LGBTQ community even exists. You can't, can't talk about it. Now, just a brief aside, yes, I realize that it's only forbidden for kindergarten through third grade, but the way the rest of the bill is written, any parent who feels that their child has been taught anything that is inappropriate for their level of development can sue the teachers, sue the schools. It is so vaguely worded that anything could qualify as that. It's all about what the parents feel is not appropriate. No teacher is going to risk their job by potentially teaching something that's going to get them sued. And the thing is, I grew up with far right-wing parents, and I know that no matter what level of development we're talking about for a kid, the only amount of material about the LGBTQ community even existing that any far right-wing parent would ever be okay with is zero. So no teacher's ever going to risk their job or risk being sued, the school being sued, for part of a budget that is already not meeting their needs, not meeting the students' needs. They're not going to risk it. And they shouldn't. Because this law opens them up to so much that could happen in a bullshit lawsuit. So yes, it's K through fucking 12. So yeah... After the Stop Woke Act, which forbids the teaching of the real black history of this country in schools, the Don't Say Gay Bill, which is the Don't Say Gay Bill for K-12, through wanting to put women in Missouri to death for getting a medical procedure, even if they go out of state to do it, and Ken Paxton and his witch hunt against trans kids and their families, opening up cases on parents just because their kids identify as trans. And we're the fascists. That's really funny. All right, here we go. Next one. Now, this one is tweeted by Dallin underscore H underscore hoax. 19 hours ago. Zero likes, thank God. So true, in all caps, exclamation point, exclamation point. Kids need to be trained to shoot guns so they can kill traitors when the need arises. A child army will restore 
Donald J. Trump to the presidency. Hashtag MAGA, hashtag not my president, hashtag freedom, hashtag America, hashtag bring back Trump. Let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Kids need to be trained to all caps shoot guns so they can kill traitors. Well, that doesn't sound dystopian, does it? Kids pulling the trigger, taking people's lives. The thing is, I know a little something about witnessing violent death in person, and that's not something the mind of a child can hold up under and not collapse. Child soldiers around the world, every time we see some foreign desperate or warlord recruiting, brainwashing, deploying child soldiers, we condemn them, and we should. There is, my God, there are very few things that are more fucked up than people fielding armies of child fucking soldiers. That is, yep, but hey, that's Republicans for you. They are no longer conservative. They are radical. Next tweet. Let's see. Gonna have to scroll through some more German language stuff and some more Russian language stuff. Here we go. This is possibly a bot account at uh, Samuel L eight four five three one five something something something. Don't really care. World War, widespread famine, with hyperinflation and economic collapse. Wasn't that what Trump would bring? That is what Trump brought. So, World War, apparently Biden's to blame for Putin attacking Ukraine? Yeah, I don't think so. A lot of Trump supporters like to say that if Trump was still in office, this invasion of Ukraine by Vladimir Putin would never have happened. And that may be true, because Trump was doing his damnedest to try to deliver Ukraine to Russia without a shot being fired so that they could fold Ukraine back into this reconstituted Soviet Union that Putin wants to build. Putin, a guy whose, whose reign is defined by human rights abuses, by murder, by silencing journalists, poisoning people in public, with things like polonium-210, which could kill dozens of people if they came into contact with it. Man, these tweets get stupid, don't they? The more you read them, the dumber they get. Hyperinflation. You know, Republicans have deliberately kept us in a state of just barely making it. They want us poor, but not so poor that we can't function and continue to pay income tax. However, they want us just at that edge so they can increase the price on this or that commodity by working with the companies that actually control it, putting the squeeze on people and when people are hurting, looking for someone to blame, Republicans point at Democrats and say, they did it, they're the ones doing this to you. And you know it's fucking true. 
aggressive deregulation, and the deliberate destruction of unions. And these are things they don't even hide. They admit it. Now, they say that unions were corrupt mafia institutions. There were a few corrupt shops, but most of them were on the level because they were simply negotiating for better pay. It's been a long time since wages kept up with the cost of living, and that gap got wider and wider as unions declined. There is a perfect correlation between the two. At this point, we're only 6% unionized in the private sector. And wages have only gone up 8% for anyone under upper management in the past 20 years. While people in upper management or above, well, their pay rates have stayed locked in with cost of living. Keeping us poor on purpose so that the moment the tiniest bit of inflation happens, the tiniest increase in price on any commodity happens. It has a huge impact. People that are just barely making it are now almost making it, but not quite. Next tweet. Dunkmaster XX something, don't care. This is a retweet of somebody who tweeted an image of Joe Biden with Jill Biden on his lap. The tweet says, this dude gets more and more gross the more you look. Hashtag not my president. This picture of Joe Biden in his early 30s with Joe Biden on his lap is captioned, so wholesome, exclamation point, bounce the babysitter on your lap. And then when your wife dies, marry the babysitter. Damn, he creeps me out. Republicans have been spreading this rumor lately that uh, Joe Biden was dating Jill Biden while his wife was in the hospital from the car accident. As you know, Republicans are liars, every single one of them. Joe Biden's wife died the day of the accident. Three years later is when he reconnected with his current wife, and that's when the picture was taken. 1975, three years after the accident. Jill Biden, she was in her 20s. Joe Biden was in his early 30s. It's actually not that weird at all, and they've been married. Well, they've been married for almost 50 years. A marriage that long is actually quite an achievement. And it's the kind of wholesome thing that Republicans, and especially Christians, usually applaud, but... When you're desperate to try to make someone seem creepy, taking a picture like this and twisting it into something it's not is uh, one of your only options. I know they were hoping, they were hoping that this would be the thing that finally, finally paints Joe Biden as some kind of a creep. But just like every other attempt they made, it didn't work. We all know this photo is from 1975. I would say nice try, but it really wasn't. What's next? Scrolling past more stuff in other languages. Let's see. 
at country girl. Let's see. I'll have to tap on the tweet just to actually get the whole uh, username. Here we go. At country girl H-E-A-3. Does anyone else throw up when you hear cackling witch Camel Toe Harris and resident useless speak to the press? Such a disgrace for humans. <laughs> Quote, running this country into the ground. Hashtag not my president. Again, no reference to any actual policy or incident or anything else. Apparently the big gotcha here is... Uh, <laughs> is country girl's use of the word camel toe Harris. That's not even clever wordplay. Camel toe Harris. I've actually seen that hundreds of times. This is something they love to do. Camel toe Harris. So she's got a vagina. And she's the vice president. Those two things do not go together. Women should not have high-ranking government positions. Women should be barefoot and pregnant at home. That's Republicans for you. Let's see. Gigix4 um, at Joan underscore Saracino. She tweets nothing but hashtags. Hashtag not my president. Hashtag impeach Biden. Hashtag she won on her race. Oh, okay. She won on her race. And this is a reference to Ketanji Brown Jackson being confirmed to the Supreme Court because this is a retweet of President Biden. Judge Jackson's confirmation was a historic moment for our nation. We've taken another step toward making our highest court reflect the diversity of America. She will be an incredible justice, and I was honored to share this moment with her. And in response to that, at Joan underscore Saracino posts that she won on her race. Actually, the thing is, she won in spite of her race and her gender. She's a black woman. Black women are the most educated demographic in this country. And she is the most qualified candidate in the history of the Supreme Court. She had to work a hundred times as hard as every white person and as every man. And she showed poise and confidence and grace and dignity when she was being asked some of the stupidest fucking questions anyone has ever been asked. Republicans were upset that they couldn't grill her about her past accusations of sexual abuse because they don't exist. You have to be a rapist like Brett Kavanaugh in order to have a past like that. Joan Saracino, you are a racist and a piece of shit. Let's see. Reality check tweets, hashtag not my president, and then a picture of Joe Biden's face, photoshopped to make it look silly. No reference to any policy, no reference to any incident, because as I've said repeatedly, Nothing Republicans say, nothing they can say against Joe Biden or 
Kamala Harris or anyone else has any substance to it. Because Republicans, uh, Republicans have no substance to them except for hate itself. All right, we're scrolling again through a lot of uh, Cyrillic lettering. Let's see. <clears throat> That's good coffee. I make incredible coffee. And I'm not afraid to say so. Scrolling through more German language tweets. Oh, hey, Ron Mushau at KOZA50, repeating his tweet again. Joe Biden is the most corrupt president in the history of the USA. Pretty sure this is a bot account. He has no avatar, and he just pastes the same thing in over and over again. He tweeted this on April 8th, yesterday. And, uh, oh, it's gotten three likes. That puts him ahead of every other tweet. Let's see. Yep, we're scrolling through more German language stuff again. Scrolling through more German language stuff. Joe Nanasi posting another day. Oh, okay. More Cyrillic lettering. Arabic lettering. Cyrus Longbottom, day 442 of the destruction of America by the blah, 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 blah. So I saw this tweet back on April 7th and I fact-checked the hell out of it because I wanted to see if there was any part of it that was true. At Too Stupid To Know retweeted Karen-Prayer-Work-Something-Something. Don't give a shit about what her username is. Okay, here's the actual tweet. Why is Biden shutting down 70% of railway grain shipments? He is trying to kill us and the animals so we starve. All caps. When will the repubs? Back to lowercase. Step up and stop this crap. So I checked three different search engines. Dozens of pages of news articles going back months, and I couldn't find a single reference to this because it didn't happen. Stopping 70% of railway grain shipments is something that would make the news if it actually occurred. It did not. When you read Republican tweets, you're going to find a lot of complete fabrications like this. You get used to it. The thing is, when you lie like that, just make shit up, that is surrendering, admitting that you know you have nothing, so you have to make it up out of whole cloth. Every time they lie, every time they fabricate, every time they twist, every time they change subjects midstream, every time they throw shit at you rapidly, hoping you won't fact-check it in real time, that is the white flag of surrender. That is them admitting that they know they've got fucking nothing. I see this guy a lot. 
And he posts this tweet, uh, I want to say a couple times a week. Um, Nick underscore Bartolomeo. I believe he's a juggalo. He's got that juggalo makeup in his avatar. Evil looking clown. So cute. He tweets, I chuckle every time I see this. And it's just a picture of Joe Biden with a normal expression on his face sitting at the Resolute desk. And it just has a caption above it. Breaking news, Joe Biden has tested positive for the coronavirus. Republicans should not attempt comedy. They don't have the gift for it. That is a weak sauce. Very weak sauce. Next, we have Pissed Off New Yorker. And her username is at CS6627. She tweets, This did not age well. Hashtag Sleepy Joe. Hashtag Not My President. And it's a picture of Joe Biden's tweet in support of Juicy Smollett. It reads, What happened today to Juicy Smollett must never be tolerated in this country. We must stand up and demand that we no longer give this hate safe harbor that homophobia and racism have no place on our streets or in our hearts. We are with you, Juicy. Here's the thing. I'm a gay man. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that these kind of attacks happen all the fucking time. Generally not to famous people, but they do happen all the time. It's pretty preposterous what Juicy Smollett did, lying about it, fabricating this attack. It's ridiculous that he would do that because by doing so, he was risking a successful acting career. And generally, people don't lie about things like this because they know it will rob credibility from other people who really have been attacked. This is why we don't say shit like this happened unless it did. So the big evil thing that Joe Biden apparently did here was trust someone. People all over the world spoke up in support of Juicy Smollett because they had no reason to believe he was lying. It's the decent, the human thing to do, to stand up and say this is wrong when someone is the victim of a hate crime. There's nothing about that tweet that didn't age well. I'll tell you what doesn't age well since... uh since Pissed Off New Yorker posted it on April 7th, and that's this one. This tweet saying that Joe Biden's tweet did not age well, has not aged well. Criticizing someone for showing their support for someone who was ostensibly the victim of a hate crime. Criticizing people for being decent. That's what really doesn't age well. Another Trump supporter, another piece of shit. Next tweet. Ah, okay. German. Russian language, German language. Arabic lettering. This one's in French. Okay. Not my president is a hashtag that is in use around the world. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. 
More Russian tweets saying not my president. Here we go. I believe this is a bot account. And the reason for that is that it has this long numerical code at the end of the username. These automated username registrations that uh, these, these bot farms generate will usually have a numerical code on the end to make sure that they don't accidentally try to register a name that's already been taken. So, the actual user ID is at Tammy, with a Y, A-N, 078-51643. Almost definitely a bot account. And the tweet is so nonsensical that it further supports that, that hypothesis. At Joe Biden, what is wrong with you? Why are you letting all these people in our country? I pay taxes for Americans. All caps, not illegals. You give them free everything. Me, not so much. Why Joe, why? Hashtag not my president. You should be president in another country. Hashtag you hate America. This is a bot. Okay, so this isn't in reference to anything real. But let's just pretend that it was a human being that actually posted this. It doesn't reference which illegals this person is talking about. It doesn't reference anything beyond the text of the tweet itself. No context, no connection to anything. So I'm just going to assume that they're talking about Mexicans. The thing is, as I've said before, our tough-on-crime policies created the cartels, fed the cartels, grew them, strengthened them, to the point that Mexican cartels control so much of the American drug market, illicit drug market, that there is no measurable second place. With tens of billions coming in constantly, this has empowered them to put the Mexican government under their thumb to where they can kill 30,000 Mexican citizens in Mexico per year with no consequences whatsoever. People are running for their lives from the monster we created, and the only policy change that Joe Biden has made is to allow people to wait in safety for their asylum hearings when they apply for it. That's it. That's the only policy change. Nothing else. A cot in a corner and a grilled cheese sandwich a couple times a day. And they want to say that that created a tsunami at the border. Free everything? You mean free cot? Free grilled cheese sandwich? Unbelievable. If this was actually a real tweet, it's not. It's a bot. But if it was a real person saying it, that would be my rebuttal. Next. President Buck Fiden. The account name is at resist underscore Nazis. Hashtag Dementia Joe. Hashtag Biden is hashtag not my president. He's using hashtag taxpayers dollars to let millions in all caps of Hashtag illegal aliens into the country and buy them hashtag smartphones and hashtag healthcare and chartered plane flights. Hashtag FJB. Hashtag FJ Biden. Hashtag Biden crime family. Hashtag Biden worst president ever. Hashtag Democrats hate America. With a picture of Joe Biden photoshopped over a pile of cash. 
We just went over the border a second ago. No smartphones. Only life-saving care. The thing is, if you need reconstructive surgery for a shattered femur or something like that and you're an illegal, most likely what you'll get is an amputation instead. Yes, people who are not American citizens are provided with basic life-saving care. But they're not going to get cosmetic surgery, orthopedic surgery, implants, prosthetics, anything like that. Basic life-saving care. And that's just the decent thing to do. But, you know, when you're a Republican, you have no leg to stand on, so you have to make shit up. And the account name, Resist Underscored Nazis. They keep thinking they can flip this Nazi thing around at us. They can't. They're the ones who want to execute women for having a medical procedure. They're the ones trying to control what teachers can and can't teach in schools. They're the ones who tried to tell us who we can marry. Now they're the ones trying to marry kids, by the way. Nazis. Not likely. Zen and the Art of Noting the Resistance. Another repeat of that same tweet. Blah, blah, cis male, blah, blah, warmonger. Next, more Cyrillic lettering. More Cyrillic lettering. Ah, German. Hey, it's Joe Nanasi again, numbering another day. Here we go. At Mindy B. Ford tweets on April 7th. This is our president? Question mark, exclamation point. Question mark, hashtag not my president, hashtag Trump 2020. They think that election's still going. Bless their little hearts. And this is a video of Joe Biden walking around at some kind of uh, function with other world leaders. And he's walking slowly because he's old. He's an old guy walking like an old guy. This is our president. Yeah, you think they were uh, saying that when Donald Trump was tottering his way down that ramp? Struggling to drink a glass of water with one hand? Yeah, not likely. All right. Ooh, we have some Korean lettering. Interesting. Don't know what it says. Ron Mushow repeats his tweet. Uh, at KOZA50, Joe Biden is the most corrupt president in the history of the USA. Corrupt despite not having a single scandal hanging over him. Yeah, sure. Let's see. More German stuff, more Russian stuff. Scrolling, scrolling. John Altevogt. Um, parentheses, humble servant, blah, blah, blah. Having a Democrat National Socialist pig soiling the White House means going to the gas station and being happy you're only paying three forty six. 
Well, the price of crude is going down. The price of production is going down. And yet gas prices are going up. That is because we are being gouged during a crisis. It has nothing to do with the president. But they think if they pound that message as hard as they can, then it will actually start working. It will never work. People aren't that fucking stupid. So, good luck, John. I've seen him tweet this over and over again, by the way. This is another one of those repeat tweeters. Next, Nick underscore Sweet 30. The Affordable Health Care Act is not affordable, and what has Biden done to help the other 99% beside inflation through the roof, a tsunami at the southern border, homelessness, women's rights, best college swimmer is a man, oh, and gas prices. We can just let them keep thinking this gender-baiting thing is actually going to work. Dead naming that swimmer to try to get under our skin. Not going to work. The tsunami at the southern border, we covered that. And the Affordable Care Act. It actually is affordable. My partner had pre-existing conditions that had never been covered before. And it was absolutely breaking me to pay thousands of dollars of in, uh, per month for medication. I mean, that was breaking me. One medication all by itself cost $1,760 a month. With the Affordable Care Act and pre-existing conditions being covered, suddenly that prescription went down to about $30. That literally changed my life. Okay? But it's not about me. That's just one example. And if I was the only one who benefited from it and nobody else did, I would say that it's a bad policy. The thing is, 20 million people immediately who had never had insurance were able to get it because of the ACA, because of Obamacare. And we had plenty of people in this country who were dying directly, directly, because they did not have insurance. 40,000 people a year. That's more than car crashes. That's more than homicides. Well, at least more than homicides were uh, racking up at that time. Yeah, it is affordable. Now, there is that 300-something dollar penalty that you would pay if you didn't get insurance. But all you have to do is check a box on your tax return that says there are no, no affordable plans available in my area. Affordable is a relative thing. It's an opinion. Which means you can check it and, no matter where you live, be telling the truth as far as you're concerned. Really, it's just an I-don't-want-to-pay-it box. That's what it is. It's an out that they give you deliberately so that people who want to pay that penalty to help other people to pay into the system, they can. If they don't want to, they don't have to. And a lot of people didn't. Some years I paid it, some years I didn't when I didn't have insurance. I do now through work. And for a couple of years before I got my uh, policy through my current job, I actually was able to get a fairly affordable policy through the Affordable Care Act. It is affordable, at least more affordable than it was. 
That's the thing. It's never going to be a perfect world. But if you can make it a little better than it was the day before and try to find a way to do that every day, then we'll end up in a lot better place in the long run. Republicans have said over and over that they were going to kill Obamacare and replace it with something. And they never have because they are a party without ideas. The only idea that they have is that they hate black people and gay people and anyone else who isn't a straight white Christian male. Next tweet. Uh, scrolling past more Russian stuff. And scrolling past more German stuff. Here we go. At Nick underscore Bartolomeo. Again, the juggalo. Oh, look, he's got a card table. Or is that a TV tray? Next to his glass coffee table. And that TV tray is covered with Let's Go Brandon stickers. And he tweets, they've arrived! Exclamation point. Let's Go Brandon like it's Christmas morning for this guy. Looking at the background here on this coffee table, there is a cast in some kind of gold color. Actually, it looks like it was cast in black epoxy or something and then spray painted gold. Uh, it's a skull with a Nazi helmet on it. It says Slayer on the front. But I think uh, Nick could give a shit whether it has anything to do with Slayer or not. I think he has this because of its Nazi look. Let's go, Brandon. Here's the thing. Let's go, Brandon. Everybody knows it's code for fuck you, Biden. A guy at my work was wearing a Let's go, Brandon hoodie. He got suspended for a week without pay. He was later fired for another incident. But the thing is... He got just as suspended as he would have gotten for fuck you, Biden. They are completely interchangeable, and both will get you fired if you wear them to work because, well, you don't drag your politics into the workplace, and you definitely don't drag in hostile politics like this to the workplace. Let's go, Brandon. By the way, what actually got him fired was a bumper sticker. Yep, just parking in the parking lot with some heinous shit on it. <laughs> some heinous shit on your bumper will get you fired. So, yeah, I mean, you can keep saying let's go, Brandon, all you want to. We know what it means. It's just kind of the, the coward way to say it. God, it's, it's amazing the level of weakness. So, anyway, moving on. Hope they were worth the money, Nick, you jackass. I think I'm only going to do a couple more. This is getting kind of long. Scrolling through other languages. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. This hashtag is dying. 
Zen on the art of noting the resistance, blah, blah, blah. Oh, hey. A uh, picture of Joe Biden photoshopped over a jester's face. Okay. German, German, Russian, German, German. Joe Nanasi, numbering another day. Oh, Ron Mushau, again, repeating Joe Biden is the most corrupt president in the history of the USA. Scott Goldstein, at 59 Goldstein, definitely not my president, in quotes. Alzheimer dementia patient Sleepy Joe W. the trembling knees at his very best. Ha ha ha. Cry laughing smileys. Biden worst president ever. Hashtag not my president. Hashtag Putin's puppet. Hashtag Biden gas crisis. Hashtag cost of living crisis. Hashtag remove Biden. Hashtag Kiev. Hashtag Zelensky. Hashtag what work Putin. Holy shit. This is the dumbest tweet I've ever seen. Putin's puppet. If you actually tap on that hashtag, you're going to find Donald Trump is the target of that hashtag. They try to flip these things back on us because they're projecting. This is actually a reflection of projection. This, this shit is wild. We've all known for years, if you want to know what Republicans are up to, look at what they are accusing everyone else of. It's that guilt. It's that feeling of knowing they're doing something wrong and knowing they're going to get busted for it and desperately pointing across to the other guy saying, he's doing that. He's doing that. Teacher, he's doing that. This is some silly shit. So we just sit there and we take notes, waiting for them to accuse us of another thing that they're doing. Yeah, I think that's about enough. We might do this again some other time with maybe the uh, FJB hashtag. No class, no decency, no facts, no honesty. Republicans really do have nothing. Nothing to offer the country. Nothing to offer anyone. And this should have made that perfectly clear. Anyway, that's all.